to the A Lot of Thoughts podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Anna. And my husband wrote me as soon as we did that intro. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm distracted, so now I can't intro it right. Did he write you something about the podcast? No, no. It was it was just a general question, but I like needed to answer it or he would have called. Oh. You know that thing where if you don't answer soon enough, they think that like, it's just the husband thing. Does your husband do that? No, <sighs> not very much. My my friends at work. I do that. I do that. <laughs> I so do it's that. a gentle thing. Yeah. Okay. When are you gonna be home if you don't answer in within like, five minutes? I'm gonna call you. <laughs> That's yeah. what. So I figured I'd answer it before he called, but we made it. We're That's good. Funny. We're good. All I had to do was say yes or no. Um. And actually, I'm like, yeah, I did answer him right. Okay, we're good. <laughs> so how's it going? Good. My child pooped in the potty. We discussed so this last good. week. He got $5. We went to so McDonald's. Good. And they gave him a girl toy. After he hard-earned that money, they gave him oh, a girl no. toy. Um, we believe in genders here it's at A Lot of Thoughts Podcast. <laughs> um, but... You didn't go back? No, we were in the drive-thru. And I just... No. I feel like it's so annoying. And it said truck toy on there. But then I opened his meal, and it was like six nuggets instead of four. So I was like... Uh, balance out and so he's gonna give it to um his other cousin um Jacqueline it's a it's a Jacqueline type of toy it's not a Myra type of toy so um and he put it in the bag and then put it on a door on the door instead of under the tree and thought we were going right then to deliver it and I'm like no sir buddy yeah (laughs) it's Christmas so (laughs) have you wrapped anything or I actually just did um what night was it Friday night thought you were going to say no to make me feel better. Well, I just, you know, Joseph was gone that night, and I pulled out all the kids' gifts because in my mind, I had so many presents for Joseph Jr. and, no, like, not a lot of presents for Myra. Like, that's what's been in my mind for the last couple of weeks, so I've been getting Myra stuff here and there. Well, then I pulled it all out and realized I hardly have any presents for Joseph Jr. and way too many for Myra. Oh. So I wrapped all her stuff. And you it was take like some of it too and much. You, you take it and hide it for a birthday. No, I took some of it and am giving it to my siblings. There you go. There you go. I got Ben checked off and Emma checked off. What gifts so. are you? I feel like I want to know, but listen, you They can't don't sh- listen. It's like, bo- like a Jenga. Oh, okay. Jenga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, and the other thing was, like, some molding clay that you can paint and do stuff oh, with. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't even think Myra would be able to do that yeah. yet, but Emma would love it, so. Yeah, see, I've got all the shopping done, but I have not started the wrapping. I have not got all the shopping so. done. I've got my mom done, which makes me feel so good, because I never quite mm-hmm. know what to get, like, and, but I yeah. thought of something real good this time, and now I'm really happy. I think that's I, checked off. We're waiting on... Paul says he's going to handle your brothers. So, I don't know. I'm trying to convince him to do, like, a camping trip. But he did that, like, three years ago and then never took them. Yeah, so, and Joseph did the same thing and never took so them. So, I... And I told him he needs to do that and include my brother, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like... But he can actually do it, because I think, no, I think he did it, like, two years ago. It was a year whenever I feel like I had a little baby. Yeah. And I was kind of, not, I wasn't angry or anything. I was just kind of like, 
when are you gonna go? I need you here. That was also yeah. before I was saved, so I was well, very whiny. I, well, so. when you have a little baby. That's... Yeah, it was. Yeah, no. Um, Joseph was telling me like, yeah, it's so good. I don't have any music gigs until like four weeks out, and I'm like four week like the baby will be one month old and you'll be gone uh listen what like I was like that I just want you to Myra know can come that's over, not good Myra can come over for a sleepover well you can Will she sleep bed. on my couch oh in a heartbeat so see as long as in a heartbeat she, listen but she's not to, to get that she's approved. not the hard one yeah so see <laughs> so I you t- would leave me with a two-year-old and a baby and take listen. my only help I okay so <laughs> If you, like, save some of his Christmas presents, bring Joseph over with Christmas presents. I think you and, and Joseph are one. both scarred from last time yeah. you had to babysit him. I'm like, I told you that you could bring Myra over and go Christmas shopping. I'm like, you can bring him, uh, you can bring Joseph too, but I don't know. He'll stay with Myra. If so, okay, there. so, see, we could have a sleepover, but I feel like two, at that point, it'll be three and, like, two and a half. Or almost three. Yeah. I feel like that'll be too much for me with three. Myra and Joseph and Paul John. Yeah. Two, like, three year And especially because I work from home. So, I'm so sorry. I recant my fine. offer except for, for Myra. Fine. <laughs> I bribed Myra into liking me. So, if anybody's wondering, <laughs> aunthood, that was what I was before I was a mom. I was an aunt. Yep. Exclusively. You were never an exclusive, like, not to your... I never really got a chance for that... Not really. Listen, Just you've like got enough siblings aunt. that by the time Jack is having babies, yours will all be grown and gone. I'll be like so you can grandma. Be the aunt. I'll be like grandma. <laughs> Grandma aunt. Grandma aunt. <laughs> so anyway. Because Myra and him are only nine months apart. Yeah. So, so whenever you're going to, you could literally have grandkids and The same age as my nephews. nieces and nephews. Yeah. Wow. This is a fun discussion. I know. <laughs> So, anything else been happening? You just... Not really. Yeah. We're... I mean, I'm excited for this holiday season, but also, like, bracing myself in yeah. a way for the holiday season. So, while your kid's pooping in the potty, mine's, like, regressing and pooping in his pants every single time. Oh. Well, I mean, let's clarify. That's typically what happens. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not... This was, like, once, and then he tried so hard yesterday. He Aww. tried and tried, and he couldn't, and he went during his nap. Uh, so that's what keeps happening. Yeah. So we ran into Bucky's yesterday morning because Ooh, I was Bucky's. like, you know what? I really want brisket. I haven't eaten breakfast. I just want brisket and I'll bring it to mom and dad's. It's a hassle to go in with the two kids. It just is. But I was like, you know what? I really want to do it. Like, this is worth it to mm-hmm. me. I go in there and immediately Meyer has to go to the bathroom. So we're all in the stall. Yeah, but they have the nice bathrooms. They do. While she's on the potty, he poops his pants. Oh, no. In the stall. Oh. And it was such a bad one. And then here's the cherry on top of it all is they were serving breakfast and they didn't have the brisket. <gasps> I know. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, well, do I just walk out and not get anything? You know, you could have gotten like a brisket taco. They have those. Do you, well, yeah, they, and it's just brisket in a taco. Is it? I didn't even yeah, see it. It's expensive. I got Meyer like a breakfast taco, and then I didn't get Joseph anything because I was like in. I wasn't thinking because I yeah. was. I I went to the coffee area, and you know how it's Circle K. We're in the church office, and the phone is ringing. Can you? You want to? I don't know. Just. You don't have to answer it. 
red button? Yeah. <laughs> Can I do that? Yeah. There's proof on here that Anna told me I could do that. Can we do it? <laughs> Who's calling? Dang it. Pick it up and put it down. There you go. Nope. I think the voicemail is full. <laughs> no battery. There's no oh. battery in the phone. How do you even answer? I don't know when it stopped ringing. But I think the voicemail is full. Okay, anyway. I went to the coffee area to get coffee, and you know how at Circle K you get the fresh brew? Uh-huh. Right? So yeah, there's the beans out. up there. And I saw they had a bunch of coffee canisters, and they weren't fresh brew. Like, they were just... I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. But then I saw in the middle, there was a thing that said fresh ground, fresh brew coffee. I'm like, okay, I put my cup under there and press the button. They sell their coffee. <gasps> oh, and, <laughs> and this employee watched me and I'm like, <laughs> ma'am, I am so sorry. I thought this was like the Circle K thing and I was just like getting all... Plus, she's like, well, you're not the first one to do it. I'm like, that makes me feel Aww. so much better. She was so nice to me. She probably saw that you had two yeah. young kids. And something stank in my cart, and it was a little boy. <laughs> Isn't that, they always have the perfect timing. Yeah. Don't you know? You know, our podcast is just becoming poop stories. <laughs> motherhood a but lot see, of thoughts about toddler poop. well so you just told me that your dad said he enjoyed the last episode even with the rambling so yeah. we're living That's up to true. what we are yep so anyway we're actually this is kind of ramblings part three i think and that's just because after we finished last week's where we answered the one question we had gotten we got several more so we're gonna answer these questions that we got we have no notes again so who knows what will happen here but um i'm gonna start off with a fun one first and this is from actually a friend of ours eggnog or cider 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 100 percent. don't like eggnog very much uh, but you know what's the best though wassail have you ever had wassail mm -mm, i have no um, idea what that is we sell it at got Wells. it's like a spiced cider but it's like different it's hmm. different than apple cider it's so good so i just they think sell it at bucky's too That's do they mm -hmm. i think eggnog is just it's really like melted ice cream really i haven't tasted it since i was a kid and i did not it like has it. some different kind of spices in it but it's just so thick mm -hmm. and i just have a hard time drinking like yeah heavy cream consistency yeah <laughs> i buy it for my husband though yeah paul likes it too i haven't bought him any i this like year. cider I usually try to get it as, like, a little surprise, and I completely forgot. But you know what the best thing is? Smelling cider in a house. Like, yeah. Like, you heat it up on the yeah. stove, and... So, okay. Next question. Well, this is not a question, just more asking how um, can you be gracious towards Christians with different theology? And I feel like we both have extreme experience with that. Um, yeah. Because especially with what, um, like with the Reformed theology that we both hold to, it's kind of the minority, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah, well, it, yeah, I guess. Where, especially, I feel like especially where we live, but maybe it's not just where we live. The Bible Belt is all about, like, yeah, it's, yeah. the Bible Belt is not too keen on Reformed theology. No. 
So. And maybe that's just because I live here and I haven't ever lived anywhere else. But I'm, I really do feel like it's, you get hard pushback here. Well. Because it's the, say a prayer. Yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have some sort of decision, like, choice in what you yeah. choose. You know what? I, like, like, it's kind of like God is like, hey, you want salvation? And you get to say yes or no when yeah. we believe that, like, God opens your eyes and it's mm-hmm. irresistible for you to come to him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we both, I know for me, I um, can say my dad, who has been on our podcast, we disagree very much and not the thing is is that we've talked about disagreeing well before Mm -hmm. and it's not a disagreement what did we call that where it like deals with salvation and changes the gospel like my dad and I he just doesn't believe in like predestination and stuff so it's not it's not like I think my dad is not saved it's not a gospel Um, issue yes that's what it's called it's Sunday, by the way. It's Sunday afternoon, and it's our nap time. No. Um, so, yeah, it's – I think that's the biggest thing is being able to recognize when something – not that I don't discuss that stuff with my dad, but, like, understanding when you should have a discussion and when it's not yeah. worth it. Yep. And your job is not to – turn everybody into you theology wise and didn't didn't you post on instagram recently like your job is not to be right or you oh that was a summer summer white i yeah and i remember that podcast episode they did it's just an easy thing to fall into when you disagree with somebody she said your greatest need is not to be right right. (laughs) yeah so you need to like check yourself at the door on why you're you're so invested on mm-hmm. maybe debating with somebody and is it is it to be right or is it to like I don't know it's I've had iron sharpen ironing ironing iron sharpen gotcha. iron yeah <laughs> moments uh like debates with people with my brother-in-law um Joseph's brother we have had two or three conversations and they have been very, very, like, back and forth. Uh-huh. And they were really, really good. Like, I enjoyed it. And there was no, like, we were fervently yeah. having this conversation. But there was no undertone of, like, I'm upset with you. Yes. And it just becomes very unfruitful when that's in play with the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, when... When it turns from, like, we're talking about this to, oh, you think I'm stupid because I believe this way and you think you're the only one who's Mm -hmm. right. Like, it's just, you got to know when it's going to be a fruitful conversation and when it's not. And you can usually tell pretty early on. And if you are prone, I've shared this with a couple friends, if you're prone to get into the arguments with people on Facebook that you don't even talk to, you don't even talk to and suddenly they, and I used to like convince myself that I was like defending God, something special. And then I realized that I was walking away from that being huffy. It was affecting me doing my daily duties around my home. Um, and it was affecting relationships in person. Like, I was huffy with my husband because someone made me upset online. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. Yeah. Um, now, and, and having those discussions in person, you need to be able to know whenever maybe 
there are times where I, same thing, Summer White and Joy Hunter. Hunter. I had to think of her mm-hmm. name real hard. <laughs> On Sheologians, they've been doing such good episodes. And they talked about, like, knowing it's okay to, like, stop and write something and erase yeah. it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with a conversation in person. Mm-hmm. You need to have the discernment to know, like, maybe I'm discussing with Jane down the street mm-hmm. about something we disagree on, and it's a fruitful conversation, but then it might take a turn. Yeah. You need to be able to say, like, I don't care if I get the last word. Let's go yeah. ahead and stop. Yeah. Um, yep. But those are good conversations to have still. Did we answer that question? Did we? I feel like we did. Yeah. But I'd definitely I've... go back and check that episode, Disagreeing Well. Yeah. And just watch yourself that you're not, like, eagerly looking for it. Yes. Like, not just looking for a, a, a debate or something to discuss, but, like, looking for an argument almost. Yes. And if you... It's easy to do. I think the best thing you can do, because I think that the reason why we all are in that state most of the time is because of social media. I agree. And I'm just going to say... Because it's really hard to do that to someone's face, to go mm-hmm. back and forth. and. Yes. I have had the worst experience with social media mm-hmm. and that. And maybe that means that you need to cut out social media. And I don't mean, let me clarify this, because I think a lot of us make grand announcements about leaving social media. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just, it's kind of like... If you need to take a break, just take a break. Yes. You don't have those. It's, I kind of like fasting. Fasting is called for in the Bible, but one of the things it says is like, you, you fast in secret. And that doesn't mean that, like, my husband, if I was fasting, my husband would know. Yeah. Obviously. But at the same time, like, we don't need to make these grand announcements. Just cut yourself out. Now, I have done that before whenever I left Instagram for, like, a solid week. Yeah. And it was just because I have a lot of friends on there, and I was like, you guys won't be, like, I'm not going to answer you. And they send me, like, stuff that I need to read. Um, But, yeah, it's, if you're looking for a fight, then you may be spending too much time on social media. So, sorry, give me like two seconds. This is You're the fine. this is the definition of a rambling episode. My phone that has our questions is about to die, so I should probably plug it in. Um, okay, so another question from our friend. Giving or receiving gifts, which do you prefer? I really like giving gifts. Me too. I really like, like I get giddy thinking about there were someone. There were one or two Christmases, we were just really tight financially, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I couldn't even get gifts for everybody, and I was so down and sad, mm-hmm. and I just felt really, I just like thinking about really good gifts to give. Yes, whenever you pick that, pick out something, like, and you're like, this person is going to like this, you find the perfect thing. Especially, I've talked a lot about how I do thrift store shopping. So when I find the perfect thing in a thrift store, I just have, I literally, I did an audible, yes, the other day. I was, uh, I was in a thrift store and I did that. I was like, yes. Um, someone probably thought I was crazy. But it's just, yeah. Were you like that as a kid? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. me and my sister were opposites. I was like that as a kid and she wasn't. So yeah. my, my I always... I mean, I like getting gifts, too. And I really like... I like getting gifts that people really thought of me. Yes. Like, I really yes. like that. And I also like getting gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... We have a secret Santa at work, and I put in there... I'm trying to buy... I'm trying to buy an iPad. 
um, for some photography and other random stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saving up, and I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And uh, I put, if you just don't want to shop for me, I'm not insulted. Just get me an Amazon gift card towards my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, that's always a great gift, too. That's what, I think there was this, like, time, this random little generation where it was, like, you gave me a gift card. Yeah, like, you didn't really think about me. Yeah, and now I'm, like, no, no, no. I've never felt that way. No, I guess if you got me, like, a gift card to Starbucks, like. Yeah, because someone who really (laughs) doesn't know you. So, I mean, but I'd still take it. I'd get, like, a breakfast sandwich and some tea. (laughs) So, if you're wanting to get me a Starbucks gift card, I will accept. (laughs) So, anyway. Um, this is our last question. Um, do we have any advice for a born-again believer in Christ living in an unsaved household? This one's a little bit hard for both of us. Um, I would say that our, for the, I say whole families, meaning like my family, Paul's family, your family, Joseph's family Mm -hmm. are all Christians. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's the word? (laughs) Sunday nap time um and so to some degree we this question is a little bit hard for us to answer so my first thought was the passage in scripture where it talks about like if a wife is married to someone who isn't saved that um she should basically like live out um live in obedience to him and even though um he's unsaved he should be able to see by her conduct Mm -hmm. um and that's not applicable to everyone like Mm -hmm. if if your brother is unsaved and you're living in the same household as your brother you're not required to obey your brother but at the same time I think a big thing is the way your conduct is because even living in a Christian household I think our husbands probably see more sin from us than anyone else right um or if you are still living with your parents. Your parents see more sin in you than anyone else because they live with you. And so if you can live um, with a clean conscience before your family, that is huge. Mm. Um, it's a noticeable change. Yeah. Like, it's it's a no- They would notice that. Mm-hmm. And you would want to... Because you're not getting support from, like, within your household, you would want to find that in a church. Yeah, like definitely. That will be your, I mean, obviously, reading the Word and studying the Word, praying, listening to some good podcasts, um, reading some good books, but really being in a church is going to kind of be your life support and your encouragement and will help you just hopefully with discipleship and growing in Christ because that's not something you're going to be able to count on at home, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate, but definitely just, well, your life should change once you're saved, but even because they're not saved to go out of your way to show them you're different. Well, I (laughs) was... I was even thinking in regards to Paul John, one of the things, as he gets older, I hope that he will see me read my Bible. Right now, I read it before he gets up. He's two and a half. Um, But there's going to come a time where I'm just, I want him to see me with my Bible open because that is going to show to him where my priorities lie. Um, And so in the same way, you know, maybe that means that you, you know, live 
more of your faith publicly than mm-hmm. is necessarily what you might normally do. Yeah. So, like, you might read your Bible in your bed. Maybe that means you take it out on the couch in the living room yeah. um, so that your family sees that, like, you have a priority um, and your priority is God. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mom, when I was younger, my dad was not saved. And um, I remember my mom just praying over him and she did not pitch fits at him that was one of the things that I remember my mom I mean maybe I missed something I was young but I remember her asking him every Sunday if he wanted to go to church and he would find reasons not to um, whether he had to work or something but I remember her praying for him and little things um, so definitely I think it's almost like our inclination to be self-righteous in mm-hmm. front of people, especially yeah. if we're close to them. Yeah. Um, and if you can find a way to graciously... And humbly yeah. live out your faith. Yeah. yeah. Or you just say, hey guys, let's have a movie night and watch American Gospel. Or that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be... I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like my plan. I'm going to like find some people to invite over and be like... Movie night! American <laughs> Gospel. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, did you have any other thoughts on that question? Not really. Okay, we're just going to have like a little short discussion. Again, completely unplanned, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, and that is gratefulness. Just in the holiday season, I think if we let ourselves get distracted by the hustle and bustle, um, we end up not being grateful and when you're not grateful during this season I want to talk about like a little bit about what that would lead to what that looks like um versus being grateful so um yeah let's just jump in so gratefulness like why okay I actually want to start with why is it so hard for us to be grateful during the holidays because I feel like it's more it's harder for me Except for, like, on Christmas morning when you're like, oh, my family, look at us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. hard for me to stay grateful. Yeah. I understand. I think, well, for me specifically, stupid Instagram and Facebook when you see people's, like, beautiful houses uh-huh. and they're beautiful trees and maybe they have two trees because they're just that that like, darn rambling redhead I know. jennifer todry if you don't follow her by the way please go and i'm not even her. jealous of her because she's so funny and she's i like great. her so but you're like her tree it actually like she, did know. you see her video where she decorated it yes and was like yes. i'm gonna place a few of these here she's yes. she's really real you guys need to follow her she's That's hilarious and she's clean which i appreciate but that's besides the point. So, yes. It's just easy to compare. Yeah. It's just easy to compare. And it's it's easy to compare, like, what other people's husbands are doing for them or how uh-huh. they're being super involved in the Christmas planning or that type of thing. You can start getting an attitude. Yep. And not be thankful, grateful for what you have. And then you start trying to do more than... You, you really to. should be. Yeah. Yeah. Overcompensate. Yep. And then you're like, why do I have to do everything and end up crying on the bed yes. after slamming yeah. the door? Well, like, just an example. We were supposed to tentatively get a Christmas tree on Thanksgiving Day, and it didn't happen. 
and then we were going to do it the next day, and it didn't happen, and it really didn't happen because there was family in town, and we were spending time with them, mm-hmm. and then it was going to be, like, the next weekend. We haven't gotten a Christmas tree yet. A real one? You guys do a real one? Well, just because we don't have a fake one. Okay. Yeah, and there was, like, a moment where I was getting real like upset about it because I've maybe mentioned it 800 times yeah and then I was like no no we're not gonna do this yeah we're not going down this path of like we're going to get a Christmas tree probably in the next couple days and we there's no reason just because everyone got theirs up already Mm -hmm. doesn't take away anything from our Christmas yes we just need to chill out yeah um, so that's kind of, like, expectations. Yeah. Which I think, that's a year-round problem for me, but, <sighs> yeah, expecting, like, we're gonna do this at this point. We're, yeah. And you know what's thrown me off this year? There's a big, like, ginormous church here, and they do a Christmas program, and we normally go, and then afterwards they have cookies, and they're really pretty cookies, and they're also really good. And they have wassail. Yeah. Did you ever drink that there? I think maybe maybe I did. Because um, I went to that a lot. Yeah, because they definitely do that. Well, that church, like, they're meeting. They're not even singing in church. So, of course, yeah. they're not having their Christmas program. Yeah. And I just had, like, a moment the other day where I was like, this is the first year Paul John really understands Christmas. Um, gets excited. He'll see, like, a picture of a snowman and freak out. Mm. Um, and I just got, like, really sad because that was an expectation in my head, even though it's nobody's – I mean, I guess it could be somebody's fault, whoever released COVID into the world. Oh but the it's Chinese. nobody's fault. <laughs> it's all Chinese fault. Wuhan uh, <laughs> um, Darn monkeys. <laughs> I thought it was bats. Bats. <laughs> what are those? One of those animals that transmits viruses. So, um, like, for some reason, I got really sad. And I let it bum me out for a minute that, like, Paul John isn't going to get to go and watch this thing. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, it's cool, but it's not really that great. It's not, like, theologically rich or anything. It's just fun to go to. And, um, yeah, if we get the those expectations up really high. It's easy to... To slam back down yep. real fast. It's yep. like a sugar high where you're up here and then sooner or later you're going to crash yes. down. Well, it reminds me, did you watch the video of uh, Rachel Jankovic did on Advent tips? Yeah. And one of her things, she was like, I don't tell my kids what's coming up that day until she does like a surprise every day. She was like, that way, if the surprise is like, we're having frozen pizza for dinner. And I was like... That's the way to go. Like, it's still something fun, but it's low key, mm-hmm. and you keep yourself from, yeah, being so like my life is terrible because we've all had those moments. Um, so how how do we? Because we like to talk big about like Christmas is about Jesus, and I think it's easy for us to tell our kids that. <laughs> Um, like, it doesn't matter how many presents you get. Remember, Christmas is about Jesus. But how do we keep that at the forefront of our minds? Because do you find it where you forget that, not on purpose and not all the time, but there are those days where, like, you didn't get your Christmas tree Mm -hmm. and Christmas trees really don't don't have anything to do with Jesus. Yeah. But 
And not that you can't do that. Um, we're not in the Christmas is pagan group. But how do you keep the fact that Christmas is about Jesus at the front of your mind? Hmm. You can read your Bible. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's coming off that I have, like, answers to these questions. And the this is one thing that I've been thinking on. Because these are things that I'm wrestling with. I'm having a really hard time this year because I'm, I'm grieving pretty hard. It's been a really hard year in my family. And I was reading, I don't, I can't recommend it yet. And I don't recommend all his stuff. And I, so I have to preface this so bad. I got a rebound copy. I want a rebound copy of Oh Come Let Us Adore Him by Paul David Tripp um, from 412 Rebinding. Um, it is beautiful, by the way. Absolutely gorgeous. But I'm reading it, and he brings up the fact that it's, it reminds me of those movies, like Elf, whenever, because you know how Santa is kind of, like, that's part of the reason we plan, I don't know what you're doing, we're, we do Santa with Paul John, but not, like, he, like, it's the character Santa, but he's going to be raised that Santa's not real. He wears Santa on his shirt. He has Santa pajamas. It's okay. He'll survive. Um, but Santa isn't a real person. Santa mm-hmm. doesn't bring him presents. But the comparison is true there that, like, you lose that belief in, like, an elf at the end whenever they have to get everybody to kind of believe again yeah. so that the sleigh can fly. It's the same thing, kind of, in the sense that we lose this wonder about what Christmas actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been trying to remind myself, like, daily, like, the wonder of Christmas. Like, and I don't, I don't even, I'm reading that devotional. I feel like I could read the Christmas story every day, like, the scripture from the mm-hmm. Bible every day. Mm-hmm. I should do that. It's probably, yeah, a good, I, I mean, like Advent devotionals, those are all very mm-hmm. good. I mean, not all. Let me preface that: not all of them are very good. Yeah. But if you do find a good one, that would be a very good way to like keep keep it at the forefront of your mind because mm-hmm. it would be leading up to Christmas. Our Christmas Eve service always really. Yes. Like. I love mm-hmm. it. I love that it's the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It brings me so much more joy on mm-hmm. Christmas Day because, for an hour you're pu- you're putting away all the superficial christmas stuff mm-hmm. like it's all going away and you're truly just like focusing on like we read through scriptures of the birth of christ and we sing songs that go along with it like christmas songs and it just really helps me refocus like, even, and it's nice because it's right before yeah. christmas even the the atmosphere of having this is not an atmosphere to try and get feelings yeah but the lights are all off except for the candles and even that i i personally love that because i'm on stage and it just like reminds me that like i'm just a part of the congregation not that i like get too big for my britches on sundays (laughs) but you know it's nice to be like nobody is like we're all focused on the same exact thing um and it's precious that we we usually have a full church most of the time and that people would put time away to come and Mm -hmm. come and do that yeah because and christmas 
I don't know, sometimes we think that, like, if we gather together as a family and take a second, that that's enough. Enough. I don't want to say that that's not good, and if your church isn't doing a candlelight service, you're fine. Like, I'm not. But I, um, my granddaddy, every year, we would, on Christmas Eve, get to open one present. And before we could read, we or before we could open a present, we would read the Christmas story. Actually, we all went to Christian school, um, so we memorized the story. And so we'd all kind of, like, try to show off. And I remember there was, of course, stages in my childhood where I was kind of like, like, why can't we get to the present? And I am just so grateful that he was kind of like, no, we're going to stop. We're going to – and now we carry on that because that used to be Christmas Eve – as far as I remember, Christmas Eve. But now, because we all have our own kids, except for my brother and sister, we do that on Sunday morning still. We stop mm-hmm. and we say, okay, this is, it's okay to give gifts. That's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, do you ever stop to think about, we t- I get annoyed because there's so much cheesiness surrounding it. Yeah. That, like, do you ever think of the real gift of Christmas? And that sounds so cheesy, but do you really, do you really think about the fact that God came to earth and not just, if you really think about that, and if you really think about that, not just that fact, but if you think about the fact that Jesus went to the cross in your place Mm -hmm. and he started out this little baby being yeah, born, but a he was old baby. Like, sorry, I'm like getting out of breath because <laughs> I'm like worked up because I, I think last year we had both really been saved for like less than a year, mm. and so it was kind of like everything was new again. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, and now this year I'm hitting it, and I'm just like, it, it is blowing my mind. Like I'm having to like force myself almost to think about it. But not really. I don't even know. I don't even know. Also, that new, I'm going to say it, that new Sovereign Grace album. Mm. If you listen to How Low Was Our Redeemer Brought, that's one of the ones I'm going to send you. I just sent it to your dad for Christmas Eve. And just, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's blowing my mind this year. I don't have words. It's, <laughs> it's just. Um, so anyway, read your Bibles. Um. Do you have any, like, cool, like, I don't know. You always have cool things. Maybe you don't. I don't know. How do you you help your kids stay grateful? That's so hard when they're little like that. Yeah. Like, grateful in what sense? All the sense. (laughs) I don't feel like they have... I understand they don't have, like, the cognitive... Yeah, like, they don't have the capacity quite to understand how significant the uh-huh. the yeah. story of Jesus coming to Earth is. Like the, but that's why I was asking last week about Christmas books, because you want conversations to bloom Mm -hmm. from that because that's the start of it of them actually becoming more aware of what these things means is reading the story and then Meyer always has like 800 questions and I have to tell her to wait wait to ask it till after I'm done reading and I just think that's a really good way Mm -hmm. but as far as like 
basic gratefulness for things I tell them all that like Myra's always very sad that daddy goes to work like she hates it she's mm-hmm. like I don't daddy needs to stop going to work and I tell her all the time do you like having your bed do you like wearing that dress you like eating this food and then I explain to her that daddy's working to get money so that we can get this stuff and that's what God told him his job is to do and so we try to talk about yeah. that like that's a vi- that hap- that's a conversation that happens at least yeah. weekly. I think I'm like really wanting to start laying foundations because I think until recently Paul John was very, like very very young. Yeah. And now it's he's just starting to talk and like now he holds up a triangle. He thinks a triangle is a house. I think. That's cute. Like with his hands. Yeah. And he says God. Oh. Whenever church. So I'm starting to see he's processing or Grandma's house is. Ryra with a a triangle. (laughs) He thinks Myra lives at your parents. Myra and Paul John would leave us so quickly to go live at Grandma's house. Yes, they would. Like in a heartbeat. Yep. Both of them. So So they're not super grateful for us. (laughs) They don't even. That's uh, something that still needs to be worked on. That's because we discipline, and one day they'll be grateful. (laughs) But anyway, that was it. Um, So I think. Are you, have you been listening, reading, watching anything? Not much. I have been watching Shark Tank on Hulu because they started <laughs> uploading new episodes. I'm real into Shark Tank, y'all. One day I'm going to invent something. That's funny. Um, and then the last two episodes of Femina were really good. Yeah, I haven't listened to those. Um, what have they were, you did one? Yes, I, the December something. Yeah. That was really good, too, because they talked about, they, they keep talking about things that are at the top of my mind, and it's like really nice but also yeah. kind of weird I'm like how do you know <laughs> their episodes have been good yeah um alisa childers i listened to sex purity culture marriage and singleness with sean mcdowell i always get them confused because i'm not gonna lie josh mcdowell sounds like a younger kid's name and sean mcdowell sounds like an older kid's name but Josh is dad of Sean. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I always get them confused and have to think really hard. Like, besides that, I've been, yeah, I, I've been listening. I mean, I've been listening to a lot, but those have been my favorite. I do have an episode of Women's Hope Podcast ready to go, and I love their podcast. I don't know if you listen to them. They're out of the Master Seminary, mm. so really good really solid Mm -hmm. and I've been reading 12 ways your phone is changing you but I'm only like a chapter or two in so Mm -hmm. I don't really can't share anything about that um so yeah it's the holiday season and so there have been no book reviews because I've been really busy so my job is really busy too so um Anyway, you got anything else to add? I don't I'm sorry I feel like this whole episode I've been so flat I need this sounds so basic of me but I need a coffee (laughs) we have that here sorry I am so sorry if I've been flat no uh it's this is the holiday season we're hoping to come with a planned episode maybe next week then the next week will be Christmas and then I think we're gonna take a break um for a week maybe two weeks I don't know I can't remember how it lands we discussed it but um to just give us a little bit of break and then we'll be back in the new year with a new baby not directly well you know in March but you know (laughs) Um, Hopefully we can get some episodes lined up. 
Um, and hopefully getting a few interviews in with some people that yeah. I've talked to and just have been unable to so far. And hopefully he'll things. be a really chill baby so he can sit yes. here. Yes. Just now like, that's rocking with be, your foot. That's going to be hit or miss. <gasps> this is my aunt time. He will learn to love me during podcast recording. We'll see. If he's a good, good baby. Listen, I'm ready. Joseph scarred me a little bit, so. Joseph scarred us all. I know. It's I'm, okay. We love him, and one day he's going to listen to this. He's, the thing is, is that I love him, but I, like, have learned the way to love him is to not bother him. Yeah. Well, he's then, definitely not into, like, like a pushy relationship. <laughs> he's a he's a like arm's length and relationship. I'm a pushy aunt. This no. is this is why Myra loves me though. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know. It, I think about this and I'm like, Anna, why did you let me do that? I would come over and see Myra and I'd be like, Hey, Myra, want to watch videos on my phone? <laughs> she would sit in my because lap for I like was an hour. Just relieved that. She was, and they were all videos of Jacqueline. Oh, yeah, they were. They were videos of my other niece. And then the time that they met. And she it was, was so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she's a real person. She was very uncomfortable. Um, so anyway. My kids are just, I love them to death. They are not friendly though. It's. I would like to turn out a friendly one. I mean. You know. Third time's the charm. I know. There's way too much expectations for this baby. Listen, <laughs> you know the like skin to skin contact thing. Yeah. If you let all of us do that, <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be <laughs> like a line of twelve people are failing. Like you get three minutes, oh. and then you get three minutes. <laughs> that would be so weird. There was an episode of something. This show, Speechless, that I really, really love. It was canceled after three seasons. Very sad. Um, and the one boy, he's really awkward, and he's in the hospital waiting on his brother um, to get through surgery or something. And he meets this lady who's pregnant who has no one with her, and he um, becomes friends with her, and she's like, come into the, the room. I'm, she's about to have the baby, and he's just talking about his own problems to distract her from the yeah, pain of birth. Yeah. And he comes back later after the baby's born, and she's like, do you want to hold her? And he's like, yeah. And she goes to the bathroom, and when she comes out, he has his shirt off to do skin for skin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, get out. <laughs> so anyway, there's my recommendation of a show, Shark Tank and Speechless. Oh, man, that was funny. So anyway, we have talked a long time anyway uh if you want to reach out to us and let us know how annoying we are you can contact us on instagram or facebook at a lot of thoughts podcast or you can email us at a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com you can also rate review and whatnot and we would love to hear from you but until next time